work to lock in low interest rates while you still can. While the Federal Reserve will likely begin to raise interest rates in 2022, consumers should look to lock in low fixed interest rates on debts today. So if you haven't refinanced your mortgage, any other obligations that you have, you should really take a look at it. And just remember, if inflation increases substantially, rates are likely to go higher. Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. This podcast is dedicated to improving your financial wellness. Our focus is to educate and inform about all aspects of money. We seek to reduce the financial anxiety, stress, and drama you face daily dealing with money. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Financial Verse Podcast. I'm Harry Stout, your host. In this episode, we'll discuss the six actions you can take to fight inflation. Increasing inflation is one of the new challenges we're having to take on as a result of the pandemic. So let's begin. You remember inflation, don't you? Or are you having to deal with it for the first time in your adult life? If you were an adult in the mid-70s and early 80s, you learned to deal with it in your everyday decisions. Well, guess what? For older adults, it's time to dust off those skills that you developed back then. Most people believe inflation is back in a major way and not just a transitory uh, impact, if you will, or for a transitory time period. In the real world, and that's you and I shopping every day, consumers are having to deal with the ravages of what I call the silent tax on their financial resources. For younger adults listening today, this is likely your first introduction to real inflation and how it impacts money decisions. And we'll talk more about that in this episode. In my view, if if you look at the overall situation, if we as a society decide to raise operating costs by increasing employee compensation, potentially increasing taxes on a portion of companies that are out there, if you looked at those actions and then you factor in the pandemic, you'd expect cost increases to be passed along to consumers. Now, you take a look at those elements and you add to them actions to introduce a more robust social safety net and migrating to a green economy, while at the same time for many of us still fending off, if you will, the cost of the pandemic, and you would expect prices to increase. So it looks to me that a lot of these price increases that we're experiencing are a permanent part of the cost of the goods and services we purchase. It's going to be major for us. Now, let's educate a little bit. What is inflation fundamentally? Inflation is defined as the decline of your purchasing power over time. It's the rise in the general level of prices, often expressed as a percentage. And what it means is that your dollar buys less than it did in prior periods. In reality, the result of inflation is an increase in the cost of goods and services. Now, to deal with the negative impact of inflation, it comes down to whether or not your income increases at the same rate as of inflation. So your household can at least stay level, if you will, with the changes in prices. However, unfortunately, most of our incomes are not increasing at a rate to offset the large price increases we are experiencing. Inflation eats away at our cash budgets and lifestyles, 
because over time, consumers need to pay more for what they need. All of this economic change has bewildered many consumers who are experiencing significant inflation for the first time and are looking for answers on how best to deal with it. Inflation for, for all of us, actually, it's a whole do not, new dynamic impacting our lives, something we haven't seen in a while. So what I want to do today is offer you six actions that you can take to help offset the ravages of inflation on your pocketbook. Action one, improve your purchasing decisions. With persistent inflation, delaying a purchase can be costly because the price of that good or service is likely to rise in the future. For example, suppose you wanna go out and buy a, just a washer and dryer. If you wait, that price may increase 10% over the next year because of inflation. You then may decide to make that purchase today to save that money. The same can be said if you wanna stock up on groceries when you, go, when you see sales in the stores. So what you need to do is make better purchasing decisions. These purchasing decisions can save you money and help you maintain your lifestyle during periods of high inflation. Now, the only caution I would have is I, I wouldn't go into debt to make purchases currently. And I'd be careful about spending down my emergency fund to make purchases today. All right, action number two, you need to be a more intelligent shopper. Now, I'm going to date myself here. When I was a young adult, and we had the high inflation rates of the, uh, of the 1970s, this led to the creation of store brands and generic groceries. These were products that saved consumers money by foregoing branding or unneeded packaging. Today, one way you can better be a better shopper is by purchasing generic drugs, store brand items. Also, you could look for used merchandise versus new to save money. So during inflationary times, you need to become a more intelligent shopper by looking for different ways to save money. Now, another related action that you should try if you haven't already is to begin to negotiate for better prices. There's nothing wrong with asking for a better price. And remember, you get what you negotiate. Action three, take advantage of low interest rates. I've said this in my posts and in my uh, podcast episodes, work to lock in low interest rates while you still can. While the Federal Reserve will likely begin to raise interest rates in 2022, consumers should look to lock in low fixed interest rates on debts today. So if you haven't refinanced your mortgage, any other obligations that you have, you should really take a look at it. And just remember, if inflation increases substantially, rates are likely to go higher. And with inflation, at least theoretical, th theoretically, paying fixed rate debt becomes easier since you're paying back that loan with cheaper dollars every year. All right, action number four, invest in asset classes that are inflation hedges. Now, conventional wisdom is that stocks, real estate, floating rate notes, and U.S. Treasury inflation-protected securities will provide hedges against inflation. Now, despite the concerns people have about riskier asset classes, owning assets like these can be very good, a very good way to combat inflation. For example, the case for owning stocks is that corporations will sell their goods at in increasing prices, and that'll lead those corporations to have higher revenues, earnings, and inevitably stock prices. 
when you look at this, some of the best stocks to own during inflationary periods could be companies that increase their prices naturally during inflationary times. Now, examples of those companies would be commodity companies that sell commodities like oil, natural gas, and metals, as these normally enjoy pricing power during periods of inflation. Okay, number five, action five, purchase an annuity to pay essential living expenses. Another way to hedge against inflation for older adults could be to take a portion of their investment portfolio and use it to buy an annuity that covers their essential living expenses. And then after that, they could become more aggressive with their portfolio in investing to offset inflation. By taking care of essential expenses, the individual has the freedom to take more investment risk. Action six, and this is really, I think, a different one than what you're going to hear in the overall financial media, but I think it's a great suggestion, and that is to invest in work-related skills. As we've discussed, by far the best investment individuals can make to be prepared for the inflationary future is an investment in employable skills. For most individuals, their ability to earn an income is their greatest asset. It's their future earning power. So this investment begins with you know, a quality education and continues throughout your professional life by keeping skills up to date and learning new skills that will match those that will make you more employable now and into the immediate future. Being able to stay on top of a business's changing needs may not only help to inflation-proof your salary, but it also may be able to recession-proof your career. So let's summarize today's episode. Inflation has been called the silent tax as it takes cash away from consumers each day without a new law being enacted. There are a number of actions that you can take to offset the effects of inflation on your lifestyle, your investments, and spending habits. As a financial, as someone who's managing their money and being very diligent, you need to learn these lessons and take actions that are going to help you deal with this new environment. So with that, that's all for today. And we look forward to our next session together. Thanks for listening today. The Financialverse podcast is brought to you by Better Wealth. Better Wealth's mission is to unlock intentional living by helping you better manage your money. To find out more, go to betterwealth.com. If you like what you've heard today, please rate us on your podcast service and forward today's program to your family and friends. We would really appreciate it. To learn more about the Financial Verse, please visit financialverse.com.